Damn. Oh, amendments due in two hours? Oh, fucking time zones. Why can't the league ever cater to me? Don't they know I'm in Australia? Oh, whatever. Let's take a look and see what these fools propose this year. Okay. Looks like we might have tight ends again. That's fucking sweet, actually. I don't know why we ever got rid of them in the first place. God, this league is so fucking dumb sometimes. Oh, some someone wants the farm to have voting rights? Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a hard no for me. Wait, what? What the hell? What the hell is this? All right, who's the jerk that wants to get rid of kickers? What the hell is wrong with this league? I mean, first it's tight ends and now kickers. Why don't we just have a four quarterback league or maybe a one running back league? Yeah, you know, because that makes a lot of sense. Or what about? Wait, wait a second. I've got it. Where's my phone? Whoever submitted the kicker's amendment can get fucked. And as a special F you to whoever you are, here's an amendment just for you. Three kickers. That's right. Every owner will be required to roster three kickers. Boom. Oh, what is this? Why do I not mute these notifications during the off-season? <sighs> three, what? Three kickers. What the fuck? Why don't we just have a punter on this fucking team? This is such a joke. We pay so much money for this embarrassment of... I'm done with this. This is the dumbest league. Ten foot sucks. Buddy... Sucks. Buddy's beard also sucks. Both Lestinas suck. Smoking blunts, you suck because you came to fucking Amsterdam and did not stop in London. That goes for you also. Fourth and nine inches. Fuck all of you. Why do I have to stay up late? Ten foot's whining all the time. It is a nightmare every year. I fucking hate this. Why do I compete? How could you guys have an argument without me? Okay. We could do the kicker thing and just satisfy Coheeds by adding a roster spot just for cats. <laughs> just just for cat. God, he gets mad at everything. Just for cats? Wait, Coheeds taking this seriously. Oh, God. Oh, God. Calm yourself. If I see one more fucking entry about Tool, I don't care. I'm never going to listen to this stupid band. But this guy's an idiot. Tool is the greatest fucking band. It's not even fantasy football anymore. Listen, guys, I'm really upset there's no Marvel movies in the fall this year, and uh, I don't really know what Again, with the Marvel movies, when will this end? This league sucks. There are too many brothers. There's too many brothers in this league. It's a joke. There needs to be less family involved, I think. New amendment. Coheeds and Tally can no longer be on Slack. New amendment. There can be no more familial relations. Someone must die from each family. It would work out for the best. Think about it. Poll. 
Who would you prefer to keep in the league? New amendment, AOL for Life will now be renamed AOC for Life. New amendment, New amendments. has to New drink amendment. every morning. Buddy must shave his beard every time he loses. New amendment, Buddy's beard New amendment. sucks. New amendment. New amendment, Blitz can no longer talk shit about kickers and quarterbacks. New amendment, everything must be done by Greenwich Mean Time. Attention, scumbags. Obviously, the season has started. Hit the drop. We're back, you trash bags. It might have been a. It might be episode two of season one, but episode one was like a whole season ago. So we're technically back, and you're technically welcome. Also. The Dolphins just traded Kenny Stills after a spat with owner Stephen Ross over his Trump fundraising event. Luckily for Kenny, Houston's Trump-loving owner, he died last year. Also, Ezekiel Elliott is currently employed under the fifth-year team option on his rookie contract. Thanks to the NFL's rookie wage scale, this scale fucks running backs more than anyone, and Jerry Jones pretended to not even know Elliott's name recently. Also, the city of Arlington provided $325 million in funding for the construction of AT&T Stadium. Jerry's World. Also, Andrew Luck retired, but the Colts quickly worked out Brock Osweiler, Matt Castle, and Brandon Whedon. Penciled in at starter is Jacoby Brissett. Sorry, Andy, but at least you're better than Miami, I think. Also... Rob Gronkowski said for four weeks after the Super Bowl, he couldn't sleep for more than 20 minutes a night. Most blame the injuries he sustained, but they gloss right over the inhuman amount of bull semen he consumed pregame. Also, our official dead-ass real deal fantasy draft is today, and I am freaking out, motherfuckers. So let's get it. Here we are, we're back again, and I am not alone. Tonight I have with me today, whenever you're deciding to listen to this, I've got 10 foot. What's up, my guy? What's up, my guy? Good to be back. Good to be back. Also with us, as always, proper football from across the pond. What's going on? Yes, I'm not even the furthest one away now. I'm, uh, I know. I'm rolling a joint. It's the middle of the day. That's the crackling in the background. I finished eating the crisps, so I couldn't annoy you with this. Yeah. So I'm going to annoy you with this. That's 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 an acceptable sound. Okay. Um, do you like to? I mean, you guys are like not ten foot, but proper. You're like a joint rolling master, right? Yeah, I like joints. You like what bongs? Ten yeah. foot. You like pipes, right? No, no, man. Don't you remember we had a roll off, and I think you were you were pretty impressed uh, at the uh, Big G getaway. Um, oh, that is true. Yeah, you were surprised. Yeah, actually, good man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think we we're already getting distracted. We are, but it's nice to be back. We've got three people on the show this time. You know, the crinkly paper in the background is only slightly annoying. But it's finished uh, now. It's finished. Enjoy that. Uh, do you put tobacco in yours? Of yeah, course. I do. I shouldn't. Um, you know, I think really, really, if I, I wouldn't smoke cigarettes if I didn't smoke joints. It's so healthier true. if you just pour vape juice on it. <laughs> I mean. They just made CBD legal in the UK, which is obviously the first step to having full legalization. Yeah, but that CBD thing, I, the, maybe I just don't get the right CBD stuff, but that just seems fake. No, it's, it's fucking useless, but it's the first step. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, hemp, then CBD, then like, you know, 
was it medical medical stuff right. and then right. it's recreation when did this become a weed podcast i guess yeah, it's always been cast. Weed yeah, cast weed episode cast. one <laughs> all right let's get back to normal uh let's get into some uh some headlines and some information so I'll kick it off. We've had some moves, right? We had a we had a show. Proper and I did a show a couple weeks ago, and we recapped the whole off season, off season through the draft and whatnot. But there's been some more interesting things that have happened, building up to this season, right? So moves. Carlos Hyde to Houston. Do people think that this you know matters very much? I mean, he's a shit running back at this point, right? Like he's an inefficient runner with an inefficient, I think, offensive line. I don't know if they're that good. Um, so I don't know. Like, you going to draft them right. this year, buddy? But, but they just didn't. They just trade for Laramie Tunsil, so their O line just improved yeah. massively. I still don't see Hyde as a. I mean, uh, uh, ceiling running back two, right? Like, and floor would be not on someone's roster in our league so i don't know if this move or is so he's is going in the third round is what you're saying <laughs> yeah booyah will think that this is uh this is amazing but uh anyways moving on from that because it's probably sort of irrelevant right the uh, deshaun watson is probably more important and in, in that scenario but uh mg3 i didn't know we called him that but melvin gordon holding out is continuing to hold out uh, do we see this actually going into the season they just signed someone right did they? Who did they sign? I believe they signed a running back, or am I thinking of someone else? No, I think you're thinking of Kansas. But the Kansas um, City move that we'll talk about. So, so Melvin Gordon's all they've got. Austin no, Eckler, baby. Yeah, Austin, Austin Eckler. I got. Yeah. I picked up Austin Eckler in like the ninth round of another league, and now he's he's got like a starting value. But is he a starter? Is I mean, no, absolutely not. He's not, so how much value is there, really? He might just have But, the I mean, they're a passing offense anyway. Without him, they'll just chuck the ball a lot. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Keenan Allen's injured, I think, as he always is. <laughs> and I think, I mean, they, didn't they get rid of one of their receivers? They got rid of Terrell Williams, so I don't know. Who knows? Lucky no, when James is injured, maybe maybe the Chargers are shit this season. Lucky for Coheeds that he wrapped up his keeps on Melvin Gordon, so it wasn't even an option for him. So uh, makes it a little easier for him. It makes it interesting for the rest of us, right? It does. Here we are in the first round, and I believe there's no keepers for like the first six picks, which we'll get to later, and uh, or something like that. And literally, there's only a few running backs left. So we can think what you want about MG3 here, but when you're comparing him to Leonard Fournette, I mean, you have to kind of consider that. So I don't know where we're going to be, but I'm just saying hopefully Austin Eckler isn't that guy. So Melvin Gordon gets his money and gets back on the fucking field. Although they never really get paid for holding out, do they? I don't know how any of this works. I just know he's not on my fantasy team. I feel like it never works out. But anyway, so let's talk about something else that uh, you thought was working out for someone, and then it actually isn't really working out for someone, and that's Kenny Stills. Larry Matunzel obviously is a better player in this trade from Miami to Houston, but I think the storyline rests with Kenny Stills, right, because he's been in the headlines recently, and it is because of him and Dolphins owner Stephen Ross having a spat recently about Ross funding a Trump fundraising event you know, for his re-election campaign, and Kenny Stills is obviously a social justice warrior, so those those two things don't really go together, and Kenny Stills uh, was unhappy. So here we are a couple weeks later, and Kenny Stills is traded to Houston. You would think he would be happy to get out of there, but uh, the last owner of, of the Houston Texans, who did die last year, quote-unquote, uh, or you know, thankfully, I guess, 
That guy was a humongous uh, $1 million to the Trump inauguration. Uh, and he also was the one that was uh, said that the people that were kneeling on the sidelines were running, the inmates were running the asylum, right? That was oh, that guy. So that guy Kenny Stills is going from Miami to Houston, and it's probably not going to be any better. His wife is running the team now. I'm sure she's the same. Uh, so sorry, Kenny, uh, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, sorry, Kenny. <laughs> Any any other angles to this news that just came out last night, the Kenny Stills and Larry Me Tunzel thing? I mean, I don't know much about Tunzel except I think he's good. But Kenny Stills. He had a smoke, uh, the smoke yeah, bomb, bong, right? gas mask bong, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, I, li- I like that And now guy. he's like a top-tier left tackle. So new, new amendment. We're drafting offensive linemen next year. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Kenny Stills, like, did they need another receiver? I mean, they well, had... Well, Will Fuller gets injured a lot. Right, he right. Does. But they got um, the Cootie guy, right? Kiki Cootie? Is that like, his name? I think, like, some guy that had, like, cold sores. Like, the Cooties <laughs> guy. You know, the guy with loads of cold sores. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. Right. Shady Endgame Spoilers... Watch out. This motherfucker got cut by the Bills. Who gets cut by the Bills, right, first of all? And now he ends up in Kansas City, potentially, or yes? Has this happened? Yeah, that's happened. That's a good move. That's back with Andy Reid. That's a good move for him. I think if anyone... I agree. Totally agree. Does this affect the Damian Williams uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Damian Williams isn't a proven every down back. He only had half a season last year. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think he's going higher than he should because of the offense he's on. All right, shady in the second round. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of shady in the second round, how do we get to this point? Uh, the fucking preseason gets us to this point, right? So, a couple of big injuries recently. Lamar Miller, ACL. Do you think he's done for the rest of his career? I think so, right? No. Really? No, no I mean, he's not. how old is he? I don't know. I feel like I've seen his name for too many years to now see an ACL injury, and he's not a quarterback. Fair. But I just saw somebody... Go ahead. Do you know Lamar Miller's the only running back to have over 1,000 yards from scrimmage each of the past five seasons? Yeah, five. So that's too many seasons to (laughs) then have an ACL injury. Somebody somebody assembled a roster on Reddit um, of people that have only had ACL injuries, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of want that team. It looks pretty good. Well, I mean, Adrian Peterson's a, a good a good candidate for old ACL injuries and being able to bounce back. Yeah. So uh, the Bengals can't get a fucking break. Uh, they drafted uh, a running back. I can't remember how early it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't Third that round. Yeah. yeah, Rodney Anderson. They thought this guy was going to come in and do do a, a bang up job and maybe maybe replace Giovanni Bernard. I don't know. I mean, I, Joe Mixon is pretty popular, but. Giovanni only satisfies people like two weeks a year, so I could see him on the outside. But this this new guy, Rodney Anderson, boom, ACL injury. Was this at practice or in a preseason game? No, I, I think it was in a game. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. The preseason is fucking matter. stupid. We need to stop these games immediately. Yeah. What's the point? So, I don't know. I mean, I, they're still selling tickets, you know, so they, even though when you, you watch these games, and that's their main argument, right, is, well, the owners don't want fewer games because they sell tickets. Who the fuck is buying tickets to the preseason? Because I see empty seats everywhere. Yeah. Well, stupid. because I think, I think you need it to evaluate players on a roster. Like, look at the Cleveland punter. Is that Scottish guy, Jamie Gillen? 
right? The Scottish Hammer, who's like tackles people because he's like a rugby player. So like he's a punter that like in like will punt and then just immediately run up the field and try and tackle the ball carrier. And there's so much great footage of him doing it. And he beat out Brett Colquitt. Why do you need a preseason to do that? Because he wouldn't have been able to be doing that in regular games. If he's trying to like in practice, if he's trying to make a squad and he's new to a sport, he's not going to. He's just going to do what people say. He's not going to play naturally. But I don't know, man. You drafted situation. a Scottish rugby player. Like, you just roll with it, in my opinion. You don't need preseason for that guy. Yeah, All but right. I mean, look at that Australian punter. I your, know. Your, your mate from Seattle. <laughs> Let's talk about some more interesting stuff. Moving on to fantasy. What is more rugby. interesting than punters? We're going to be having a position for punters next year at the rate <laughs> we're going. So New Let's amendment. talk about them. All right. So uh, we had some amendments that we joked about earlier. Uh, and... Let's just run through them real quick. First of all, the one that really somehow set the fucking world on fire is as if we're the first people to ever do this, all right? And you guys can get into your reasons as to why this is so horrible. But we removed kickers. Bye-bye, kickers. You have been kicked out of our system. We will no longer be drafting kickers or rostering kickers or scoring kickers. So what do you think about that? To take could, the you, p- could, I, could I flex a kicker if I wanted to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, no. It's a, the flex is not a super flex. It's a specific position list, so no. Executive order. Allow us to flex kickers. <laughs> um, in, in defense of blitz position, I mean, it's not like we have a problem with removing kickers. It's the fact that we're the only fucking league on this planet that doesn't have a kicker position nor a tight end position. And That's now it's just getting... True, man. It is there so are, true. There are it's, leagues out there that literally only score touchdowns. Like, how would you like to play in that league? No, this is fucking dumb, man. Like, so, kickers, okay, like, no. we're, we're, we're focusing on the, the positions that matter, is what I feel. And we don't... And people say we yeah, lost tight I, ends. I, no, I, we lost in, tight end exclusivity. You still can play tight ends all day. I want tight a, end I, exclusivity. I'm in another league where... They have like four receivers and two tight ends and three flex spots, and this way is better than that way. Okay, yes. well let's. We don't Thank have you. to set the bar so fucking low, but um, <laughs> you know, no, I'm good with it there. All right, whatever. Bye bye. Moving on. Farm voting rights. Some people didn't like this either. I say, shut the fuck up. They should vote. They pay money. No, 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 no. They don't. They haven't proved. The dropout rate yes. from the farm this year proves that they don't deserve vote. Hundred percent. I kicked one person out and one person quit. Let me guess. The person you kicked out is somebody you brought into the league? Yes. Okay, yes. of course. <laughs> That's why I didn't bring anyone else in. No, man. I, I completely agree, man. If they, uh, if we have the dropout rate, like even two people leaving every year, no, I can't give them voting rights. And also, are we giving them voting rights over all the amendments that would affect the main league? There's exactly. only one constitution. Okay, so the answer is yes? Yeah. Then that's fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah, no. So that's been done. So also, we have a new thing called Insurance Fab. You can now put a fabulous insurance policy together for your drafted players or your kept players or whatever the case is. Now, it can't be anyone that you've picked up on free agency. Your your policies have to be paid for before the season starts. Uh, But that's the idea. You can use some of your Fab money to purchase a policy in which if that player is eliminated for the rest of the season with a season-ending injury before, I believe, the amendment said week 10. 
uh, then you can collect twice as much as you put into the policy. So if you put in 20 bucks for an insurance policy on Nick Chubb and he ends up getting hurt, then you immediately get paid out $40 that week that he's announced to be out for the season. But I think that's a little twist. I don't know if we'll actually use it this year, but it's kind of like a half step or a quarter step to an IR spot. It's really not, but uh, that's the idea. It's like protection, right? Cool. Next, <laughs> a- auction. You cunt. You hated me for this. Uh, yeah, so we had some amendments come in from 10-Foot. Let's we'll, we'll get to that now as the music wraps up. Uh, so, 10-Foot, you submitted me some amendments, but you submitted them on Slack, and that's the argument I'm going with here. I missed them. It's on me. I didn't include it on the ballot. But then what I did include on the ballot, which is you know part of the reason why we didn't do a second ballot were other proposals that would have contradicted what you did. So we needed to have these adjusted ahead of time because we had a proposal for the payout structure and then you wanted another proposal for a weekly prize payout at the same time. So then there was confusing elements there, so I held off. And then... You also wanted to. Uh, what was the other one? It this wasn't- this was a bold auction. idea. It, no, well, yeah, the auction. We can get to that in a second. But the other one was the idea of taking a player out if they get injured in the game and subbing them in with somebody else. And I can't. I, I put in some rules to try to make it not super ridiculous. Like you get one a season or something like that. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's something I've thought about for a while, and it's like it's stupid sitting seeing somebody sit there with zero I points. Like it. It would just be difficult to manage because I it would have totally. to be managed outside of the system. Right? Totally, so totally. Would, I, I'm good with that. Like your life is difficult enough as it is. I get it. Um, so if you, so you, going you also forward, have to you have to bear in mind that we have people like Booyah in the league. <laughs> so that's so complicated for someone that wanted to keep Levy on Bell four years in a row. Right. So if 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 you decide to put together a proposal, and this isn't a shot at ten foot, right? Like these are good ideas, but the the these you see where the the machine gets like stuck in itself after a second or two when you don't write everything out like play everything out all the scenarios so when it's, you try and do one of these drastic changes it, it could be difficult to all i'm saying it. is all you do is hound us for amendments and you get very little participation <laughs> and when somebody goes big and tries big ideas you just fucking trash them by not even including them and yeah maybe i submitted them to slack i get it but fuck you an auction draft I, is the way to go and you know it look, you know it yeah but we'll so, figure so out what to do with the balls Let's get to that, right? So yeah, so then what do we do with the balls? And uh, no, no, no. This is all you. We're wasting time here. This is all pie in the sky. It's never going to happen. The system we have is great. I got fourth pick. I'm very happy with that. <laughs> that's all that matters. Okay? No. Brian. All right. Well, look. I think that's enough. Because headlines. you're just going to argue back and forth <laughs> for 25 minutes, and it's so boring. And it's we're not only at twenty. Happen. We're only at so, twenty-two minutes. Exactly, and look at how much stuff we've got to get through. Yeah, we have a lot to get through. But yeah, so listen. listen uh, uh, proposals, I think, went pretty well this year. There were very few changes to the league. Let's say that. Like there, there was the the kicker thing is really the only thing that affected rosters. Um, there was no scoring changes. Everything else basically stays the same. Um, yeah, they get voting rights, and yeah, the farm league is now. A keeper system, which we'll get to all these uh, later, I believe. Uh, no, are we not even getting to that? Well, we'll get it to another episode. But yeah, so we're going to do keepers in the farm. There's a few things, but it's all minuscule. Some of the bigger things didn't pass. Uh, but hopefully, I think as we do these proposals each year and we get used to the system, people will start 
being more comfortable writing them and we'll get more proposals and we'll get, I don't know, more thought out ideas. And the idea of the proposal really was to group people together, to have people work on proposals together to iron it out. But what we end up doing is waiting until the last fucking minute and figuring it out right before I have to send it. So anyways, great headlines today. Feels good to be back. We're, we've got all the arguing out of our system. We're really, you know, sorry to everyone that I've offended. Sorry, not sorry. Let's get into some commercials to pay for this shit because we get paid by these people now. There really is a Kentucky Fried Chicken School. Yep, today we're making the Colonel's original recipe. What have you learned? Fresh chicken makes the best chicken. And that we use 11 herbs and spices. Oh, but that's the Colonel's secret. And special pressure cooking. (laughs) So it's always tender and juicy. Looks like you've learned to make great chicken. Only way to serve our customers right. It's so nice, nice to live, so good about it. A friend of mine told me, try America Online. I said, why? I've got a computer. He said, try it. You'll see. It's simple. Every time you sign on, welcome. It tells you if you've got mail. You've got mail. Want to send some email? Type the message, click here, and it's done. I like this. With one click, I can browse all kinds of great features on America Online. I've gotten help with my golf swing, planned my next vacation. I even get stock price updates every 15 minutes. America Online puts over 100 newspapers and magazines right on my screen. Everything from time to cycle world. And I can browse them all. With America Online, you can point and click your way across the Internet. And their web browser makes it easy to explore the World Wide Web. Call the toll-free number and you'll receive your free startup kit and 10 free hours to look around. It's worth a try. You'll see. To try America Online free, call 1-800-398-7799. You'll receive your free America Online startup kit and 10 free hours your first month. Call now. If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's Car. Bad deal. Cars that break down. Thieves. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. Guaranteed. If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass. You heard us right. Shove it up your ugly ass. Bring your trade. Bring your title. Bring your wife. We'll fuck her. That's right. We'll fuck your wife. Because at Big Bill Hell, you're fucked six ways from Sunday. Take a hike to Big Bill Hell. Home of challenge pissing. That's right. Challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. All the more filthiest and exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. Hey, we're back. Yes, we're back. And now to the main meat of the show today. The draft. The draft is today, right? The show will drop on the day of the draft. We've done keepers already. We've talked about the amendments. We've uh, we've all probably added multiple addictions to our lives throughout the offseason. And here we are now at the draft. Uh, let's start at the very top. And somehow, well, we haven't even recapped this either. We, we won't, but you'll kind of get it. The lottery happened, right? So we had the lottery. Uh, and smoking blunts, the person that won the farm and was promoted into the same level league has won the lottery and decided to, you know, in 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 his defense, he has no one to keep in in all, you know, at the top of the draft. So he went with the first overall selection. And who do we think 
smoking blunts. I guess we should probably run down the people that are available, but who do we think he's going to take with the overall first pick, and who are his keepers? I'm pulling up my sheet now. So I think he kept Carrion maybe in the fifth, and then Cortland Sutton in the twelfth, I think. I think that's no one right. has the sheet open? All right, I got it here. Yeah, oh, that's, that's correct. Yeah, sixth that's for Carrion and twelfth for Cortland Sutton. There you go. Yeah, that's um, rough. Um, yeah, not too much keeping here. Uh, so well, he could go either way. So he could go either running back or wide receiver uh, with the first one. I mean, given the thinness on the ground of running backs, I'd Johnson. probably be leaning towards running back. So it's going to be what Le'Veon or David Johnson. That's about it. Do you think he goes bold and and like rolls the dice on a Todd Gurley or something like that? Todd Gurley. I, Will be, I think, will slide. Okay. Even even with the depth of running backs, I think he'll go in the first, but he'll go late. Would you have kept anybody else on his team? Do you think he made the right keeps? I mean, he didn't obviously pick his team, so he only had so much to work with. But I don't know about the Cortland Sutton one. That one, I feel like you could have gotten him. Well, his other late. option was the person that we said was injured, right? Keenan Allen was on his option list. I'm pulling that up now here. Uh, but he's Keenan yeah, that's, Allen's that's not a, injured, that's, right? That's a cur- he's always injured. He's well, a cursed no. chalice, that guy. I, yeah. I think, I believe so, but I actually think he's played 16 games the last two years. But either way, like, he could have kept Damian Williams in the six. Like, I can guarantee you he's not going to make it to the six in our league with the keepers. So, right. I don't know. That's worth considering. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's going he's gonna to find out pretty quickly that this is a difficult system to just come into without any keepers in pocket. Uh, it, but even if it is only a two two keeper system, it it fucking sucks. Even with the top pick, because yeah, I think he probably will go Le'Veon Bell. That's my guess at this. But uh, but we'll see. So yeah, we'll see. He we don't really have much to judge him on because we don't know much about him. He's a little bit of an enigma. We liked him, but we didn't really follow his day to day movements in the farm. So let's move on to the next person who I think we can have a better uh, discussion about, and that's you, Ten Foot. Mm-hmm. How do you That's feel me. about this? All right, so you have Alvin Kamara in the second. That's locked down. That's a mm-hmm. pretty damn good pick. And you also have a very good value of Sony Michelle in the eighth round. So, first of all, wh- what did you say that you think Smoking Blunts is going with? Uh, I figure David Johnson, right? He's at David the top Johnson. of the board. So, yeah. He is at the top. Let me start this mock draft and, and run one from Fantasy Pros and see what they... Uh, you got the keepers locked in that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what they say is happening here. Now it's good. obviously you're. Can you, pick can you tell me what they think I'm going to pick? Because I haven't got a clue. All right. So the uh, first but... <laughs> five picks come through, and this is with our keepers locked in, and this is with uh, ADPs and all the rankings updated, and this is Fantasy Pros paid system, right? And they say smoking blunts with our scoring system and everything would go Melvin Gordon number one. <laughs> what? <laughs> So maybe they know something we don't know, and let's pretend. Let's pretend that Melvin Gordon is not holding out. Does he go number one? Hang on, wait a minute. I thought Melvin Gordon was kept. Was he not? Clearly, he wasn't. No, he cannot be. No, kept. he's maxed. He's maxed out. He's back. So really, Melvin baby. Gordon is available. That's interesting. So I've done. I've run probably. I don't know. 150 mock drafts because I have nothing else going on in my life, and not once have I seen Melvin Gordon go first. So <laughs> I don't know what your setting, man. what settings you got, but it's the it's synced to our system. It's our what settings is, now. What, is, so what does puts, yours say? Ten foot. Ten yeah. Foot. What's what does second? Yours say? 
So I would imagine, because of what Tenfoot said, I would imagine Tenfoot would normally go David Johnson here because he figured smoking blunts would. Uh, but this puts Le'Veon Bell on Tenfoot's roster. What do you but think? But he's about already that? got two running backs. I don't understand it, why yep, he wouldn't go wide I, but receiver. But we have flex positions, and running back is. Th- I would still consider a running back with two. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely considering it. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. At the end of the day. I kept two running backs. I think I he got good shit. value for both. So um, he ain't saying shit. No. Well, no, because I learned my lesson last time. I said shit, then somebody took my fucking player. So <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> okay, so that's so. So who does it say you would take in your me? That ten foot. Oh, I don't have the mock up, but pretty much it's it's usually David Johnson. I'm basically asking who you're going to take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm you're have to put it in. clearly not going to tell you. Um, All right, I thought yeah. I, just, I thought I'd slip that one in. Yeah, no, so but, he's going to go. I think he's going running back because those are the only names he said. Like, if if you weren't going running back here, what are you thinking about? Because I, we still have Julio Jones is available, right? It's going to uh, be Julio. I'll tell you right now. If I don't take a running back, it'll be Julio. Odell Beckham available. Nah. Nah, Michael I, I, Thomas. Nope. Don't want it. Nope. Juju. Julio. Nope. Why is uh, no one talking about Michael Thomas, honestly? Because Drew Brees can't throw like he used to, so I don't want any part of that. ADP 23 for Michael Thomas. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wow. No, it's, it's going to be a running back or it'll be Julio. Um, that's as much as I'll give you. Consensus projection for Michael Thomas is regression. 190 fantasy points last year projected for 182 this year. That's still not bad if he, you know, is only regressing that much and you're basically getting what you got last year. But is he worth uh, top of the first round, even in our system? Probably not. You know, I, I still think yeah. the running backs, you've got to stack them. You have to stack them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that case, high decibels will definitely take a running back because he's kept two receivers. So this is the funny part of the fantasy pros mock. So it goes Melvin Gordon to smoking blunts, Le'Veon Bell to 10 foot, and then it gets to high decibels who let's talk about his keepers here. So high decibels has Adam Thielen in the third round, pretty good value, especially for half point PPR. And then like he has it. Kenny Galladay in the seventh round. So we definitely think he's got to go running back. He has his first two round picks open, so he should be able to go Running back, running back uh, on mm-hmm. the on the comeback here, but his options in this scenario would put David Johnson back on his roster again, uh, and maybe that was his plan all along, having not kept him, knowing he could probably, maybe, possibly pick him up without keeping him. I was telling uh, before we started the show. I think I think Dubs has some heartburn over David Johnson. Like he was good last year, but he didn't. I don't think he boomed as much as he was expecting. And I think that's, I don't know, there's a little salt that's still there. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know if I see him taking David Johnson. If he falls to him, then I guess, sure. But I don't think he's really on his radar. Yeah. He definitely likes him. Like, I see him going possibly either that or even reaching for Leonard Fournette, just because they have a, a history, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I could see him definitely only considering a running back in this scenario, which would definitely. put Joe Mixon on the table, perhaps, or Dalvin Derek. Cook, even. Todd Gurley is a reach here. So I don't know. Those are probably the options. I don't see him going running or wide receiver. I'm just surprised he didn't keep Darius Geis from Washington. Yeah, round. He's, in he's any homer, other right? league, this would be a smart move to not keep him because you could probably just know I can get him around before ADP and I'll be safe. But in our league, way too many R-word fans to try and trust, trust that strategy, right? Like this, 
Proper. How early are you planning on taking Darius Geis? Uh, I'm not going to take any Redskins players. <laughs> I mean, if Adrian Lie. Peterson's there in the 10th round, I'll take him. I've but... done that before. It didn't work out. Well, I mean, I, it's funny that you're saying all this because everything you've said is completely opposite to how I assume this draft would shake out. And so the players that I've been assuming I'm going to get aren't the players that, according to you, I'm going to have available. So according to so you, you, who you do were planning I take on getting Bell or Johnson? Or... What? Fucking Florida internet. All right, we're back. Technical difficulties. God damn it. All right, and at the most inconvenient time as well, when we were just about to find out who the internet said I was going to take. Right, so let's find out who the internet said you were going to take with the fourth pick. And the fourth pick, this makes sense, because actually I would mock it this way to a certain extent. The fourth pick, Joe Mixon, to proper football. How oh, you know, I'm, not, I'm not mad he's about dating, that. He's jading Joe Mixon again. He's yeah. coming back. He's coming back to the fold. I mean, I, Joe Mixon played off for me last year. Uh, finally, and so yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, and as we mentioned, the rookie running back at Cincinnati, he's done. He's, that, he's a workhorse now. He's unless he's injured, he's in there for three downs. Right, and then they replace him with with Geo, and they're like, okay, oh, that's right, that's why we like Mixon more. Exactly, Mixon's good. That's a good pick, man. Because between your keepers, you've arguably, I mean, you've got the number one quarterback. Arguably right. the keepers. number one. Let's talk that, yeah. Right, you've I've got, got the, Patrick I've got, the best, I've got the best keepers. I've got the yeah. best quarterback like and the best that. receiver in the 10th and the 3rd round. Yeah, but you don't, have, you don't have the keepers anymore. Yeah, but... You only have one the keeper. I'm, I'm not... You know what? I, I, if I had the chance, if I didn't have my homes, there's a chance the, the keepers would be back. <laughs> but, I'm Mr. Meeseeks! Look at me! But Congratulations. So, yeah, you have DeAndre Hopkins in the third fucking round, which I'd say so far is the, what we've gone over so far is the best keeper option, unless you consider Patrick Mahomes, which I don't know. I mean, like, I really, I do and I don't. Like, I think Patrick Mahomes in the 10th round is obviously insane value, but I still don't think it's that much of a positional advantage, uh, but it is. So well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I need to, but but it puts more pressure on me to nail the draft because without a third round pick, you know, I've got to get value early on because I could have a really scary team. You could, yeah. You're starting with Joe Mixon, so so you're looking at running back, running back, similar, yeah. I'd, I'd assume, to a uh, woman beating team. <laughs> so I wonder if you a... could have a team of woman beaters. How good that you mean? You'd have Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt. Joe Mixon. It's not a bad team. That's what the Browns are trying to do right now. <laughs> Is there any quarterbacks? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know about this Kyler Murray guy. <laughs> I like Proper's team. Patrick Mahomes in the 10th. DeAndre Hopkins in the 3rd. Joe Mixon coming back to him at the top. You're looking pretty good. Just don't fall asleep during the draft. Oh, wait, that'll be me this year. Yeah. Oh, no. yes. Hilarious. Draft is perfect timing for me. Six o'clock. <laughs> so moving on to Blitz, the person who isn't with us today. Uh, he didn't die. He just didn't make it to the episode. So he has his first two round picks open. He has kept Mark Ingram, who's now on Baltimore, right? And he mm-hmm. is in the third round, and he has kept 
homie uh, Marlon Mack with the Indianapolis Colts, which is probably, I guess they're going to have to rely on the run at this point, right? So he kept him in the seventh round. Uh, how do we feel about those two keepers? Mack's a good one. Is it without Andrew Luck? Yeah, yeah, I think his value actually increases. Brissett's okay. not bad, you know, but yeah. I mean, they've still got a decent, decent, decent O-line. Ingram, I think, is sneaky here because we don't know what he's going to do. He's in Baltimore, right? Correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. Yep. Yeah. So him plus Lamar Jackson, like, it just reminds me of not necessarily... Alfred Morris and RG3. I was going to say Alfred Morris and RG3. Yeah. yeah so I, it's, exactly it's, a, it it's a, not a mediocre running back. He's just an older running back. But I think that that, that threat of the run from the quarterback will leave him open more than he was in New Orleans. I agree. Point. I think, yeah, with, and I mean, I would also say that we didn't mention earlier, but I think as average as Carlos Hyde is, the same sort of also applies to him in Houston. Uh, true. If the O line improves true. and Watson's, uh, you know, mobile, same thing, same rules. So same let's go David, back. Same with David Johnson. Let's go back to uh, Blitzed here and let's see what he would pick. So, uh, I have what, what Fantasy Pros says, and Fantasy Pros says that he would take. He has two running backs, so naturally he would take Julio Jones with the fifth overall pick. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. He's had him before too. I feel like he'd he'd like that. He'd be he'd be down with that. So if he takes Julio Jones, that brings the it brings the pick to me. I am the sixth overall pick, and my official keepers were Nick Chubb, Chubby Chubb in the third, and Travis Kelsey, Kelsey Kels in the fourth. So I'm happy with that. I'm actually, you've I feel to, like... You've got to get value first two rounds. One and two are so important for you, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But having come out of a year where my keepers last year were Aaron Rodgers and Josh Gordon, right? <laughs> Didn't work out very well. I feel like I'm already in a much better position... To, even if I have like a mediocre first and second round, I think I'll be okay. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm blowing anyone's mind here by saying I am looking for a running back in this position, even though Fantasy Pros says it's, it's probably just going to be running backs all the way up to me almost. Uh, if Julio falls to me, I think I kind of have to take him. Um, but I'm looking at running backs, and that would leave me with Dalvin Cook, Todd Gurley here, Aaron Jones even, um, but... That's I don't know. Well, if you guys are in my position, what are you doing here? And so, so I don't give away my strategy. You guys pick for me, so we can keep this mock going. No, fuck you. Give your strategy, and then we'll <laughs> tell you what we think. Yeah, I think Tinfoot and I both agree we'd take Josh Gordon at this point. So, what would you pick? Right. Uh, so that would probably play it out in a similar way. Um, I'm just going to go. You know what? Just to to get it out of the the thoughts of anyone that says I'm giving out my strategy, I'm going to go with whoever the number one suggested player is on Fantasy Pros here. All right, and I'm not going to give away my strategy. The number one Fantasy Pro suggestion: 57 percent of the Dalvin experts Cook. agree. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Cook goes here, yeah. so Dalvin I will Cook, go ahead yeah. and pick Dalvin Cook. Um, I would. Right, so I, would draft, I would. I would pick Dalvin Cook. So I'm drafting Dalvin Cook in the second spot. <laughs> All right, so now we've run the, the mock draft. It's gone up to my next pick, but let's see what happened right after my Dalvin Cook selection. It goes to Bapes. So let's talk about Bapes for a second. Bapes, official keepers. Bapes, uh, Devontae Adams in the third round, which I believe is probably even Very better value. value than DeAndre Hopkins in the third Amazing. round. Uh, well, it's, well, it's not, um, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's similar value. <laughs> 
And so she also got, uh, and people love to bitch about tight ends not existing, but back-to-back, I kept a tight end, and so did she. Zach Ertz in the 10th round, uh, which is comparable value to having Patrick Mahomes in the 10th round. So I'd say Bapes is doing pretty well here. Um, so what would she do with this 7th overall pick? If I were to go Dalvin Cook, this would leave uh, players like Damian Williams, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, uh that's basically it until some kickers start keeping or uh, start kicking in here. So what would you do if you were her? I have the answer from Fantasy Pros. But I mean, she needs do? a running back. So running back one more time. Yes, uh, running backs would be Damian Williams, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette. Mm. I mean, I just I just like to hear that Bape keeps the tight end. Um, <laughs> I think Gurley... and keeps them and keeps them late. It keeps them late. Why were you not all over that? Real quick side note: Why did she submit them late? What's up with that? It's just a it's a it's a fleeting thought in her mind. This fantasy thing, like she okay. she likes it and she's definitely yeah. into it on Sundays between one and seven. Uh, but other than that, it's kind of like, oh, what am I supposed to do? And I have to remind her a few times, and she's like, oh, right now, I have to do it right now. And that's that's she's so how sexily aloof. <laughs> well, I'll just have you know that the Illuminati is working out a currently working out a punishment for all those who submitted them late. It will not be an egregious punishment, but you'll find out about it by the next episode. So, oh so my god, so glad I'm not in the Illuminati anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to covet that position so bad when I first got in the league. I was like, ooh, Illuminati. And I was like, oh, this is so boring. And I just have to do administrative <laughs> things during the offseason. You act like you're behind a desk doing work all day. It's not it like was, that. It was. I mean, and to be fair, we did have one of the most fun, controversial things that has happened in the history of the <laughs> league as well. And I was still pretty bored. <laughs> Anyways, back to Babes' theme. Um, so, uh, Fantasy Pros has Bapes going and taking a lottery ticket on Todd Gurley. And Todd mm. Gurley would be paired with Devontae Adams and Zach Hurts. What do you think about that? He's got to go somewhere. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good. I don't know I if, like she wants her, if does she want her first running back to, to come with that wrist, though. I don't know. Well, um, would you rather have Damian Williams or Lennon Fredette? It seems like there's risk there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Yeah, I guess Todd Gurley it is. All right, babes for the championship. I don't think the draft's going to go anything like this. Moving on. That's my, that's official my hot take. Uh, I don't know if don't know if that's going to shake out, but uh, I think it might be accurate. It'll be more accurate than our uh, uh, pre-draft predictions last year. So let's see how we go here with Terrible Tally. Terrible Tally is interesting. He's our first player on the board here who doesn't have a keeper before round eight. So he's got to do something with nothing through seven rounds here. So if Bapes were to take Todd Gurley, that leaves terrible tally with a few decisions to make. And Fantasy Pros has him going running back with Damian Williams out of Kansas City. Now, I don't know if the information about LaShawn McCoy has trickled into the ADP here or influenced any of the rankings. Probably not, since that just happened. Uh, But would you take Damian Williams this high? No. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. So, I don't know. I would probably go Leonard Fournette. I just feel more This is an insane run of running backs. It is. But and it's what not going to happen like this. You don't think so? No. I, I mean, who, who else are you looking at right now? Juju? Yeah, I, don't think, I think it's unfair on Juju and Michael Thomas that they've lasted this far, to be honest. Antonio Brown? 
Keenan Allen, I mean, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Someone's going to reach for Antonio Brown. Someone mm-hmm. <clears throat> is going to reach for Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, I think there's going to be receivers going earlier than you saying. I think so, too. And it does have me kind of wondering whether or not I should take uh, someone like Dalvin Cook or if I should go with a Julio if he falls. Because, because remember, this is still, even without kickers, this is still a receiver orientated league. You know, running backs, unless they're cat pass catchers, can only get you so much in this league. It's all about getting good receivers. So I just don't see that many good receivers hanging around. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but uh, Fantasy Pros doesn't agree. And there is, if you think this Fantasy is a Pros doesn't know shit about our league and the stupid decisions we make and the pathetic insecurities we all have. <laughs> so. You know, I say boo to fancy pros, and it won't go the way that... Who did it say I was taking? David Johnson? Might go that way. But other Joe than Mixon. That, <laughs> Joe Mixon, yeah. All right, so now we know David Johnson and Joe Mixon are on proper's board. Let's get to tallies, uh, uh, or terribles. Sorry, Coheeds. Uh, no, neither of those words. Terrible tallies. <laughs> Got to use the correct... His keepers, he decided to keep old Cooper Cup, and he got Cooper Cup in the eighth round, which is actually pretty good. Uh, and Keeper Royce Cooper Freeman... Cup. In the twelfth round, um, uh. so decent, but neither of these guys are ones, right? So he's got to fill some holes, and there are not very many holes available. You're right, though. If he wants to get a one right now, his choice should be wide receiver. Juju. You take he should Juju go here. Juju in this case, and not just buck, you know, or just go with everyone else and get Damian Williams or Leonard Fournette. He should probably go and get a stud. So he has someone on his team. And here he is, Antonio Brown, who has been on Tally's roster in the past. So maybe he goes and reaches for Antonio Brown. Maybe he gets Antonio Brown's successor in Juju right here. I don't know. Uh, But moving on, Fantasy Pro says he takes Damian Williams. Next up, everyone's favorite... Booyah, right? And Booyah, this has a little bit of a story to it. Booyah, speaking of people that are late to things, he decided to be the last one to submit his keepers. uh, And I should probably have left the S off of that because he actually only kept one person. Uh, He initially tried to keep... Who was it uh, that he tried to keep that he couldn't? Bell. And again, it fucking happened again. All right, listen, it's storming like a motherfucker. There's a hurricane on the way. All right. I know it's not going to hit me, hit me, but it's starting to fuck with me, and I'm getting a little angry about it. So, uh, sorry, Dubs. Got to stitch this episode together for us. Let's move on. So, we got Booyah next. Booyah is in the... What pick is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth pick for Booyah. Just saying. Just going to say now, if it drops again, I'm out. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to really? be back. He's... Yeah, if it goes again, I've got to go to the Brit Bowl final. Um, the Brit. What is the Brit Bowl? This, this is British American football. The final today. London Warriors versus the uh, Tamworth Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, so, so booyah! Let's let's do it then. We got to hurry up for. Well, yeah, crack, crack on. So booyah! So, tried to keep Le'Veon Bell. He tried to keep Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he was very late with his keepers. He required multiple text message prompts from me for him to get his keepers in, and he immediately submits someone that he can't keep anymore because he's a goddamn idiot. And he ends up just saying, fuck it, I'm just only going to keep one person. So he's deciding to forego his options and only select Tyreek Hill in the third round, which is, I think, a, an, an objectively good selection. But he had other options, right? Yes. So let's look at... 
at Blitz or Blitz. Blitz would never do this. Booyah. He had options, right? He even, I mean, even with a dumb option, he could have kept Carson Wentz in the 12th. Like even a dumb option. Dumb right? option like, could have kept, yeah, you could have kept Elshon in the 10th. You could have kept Chris Carson in the 8th, which is the biggest red flag the to me. One. Yeah, yeah Philip Lindsay one. in the 8th. Yeah. It was a miss. It was a miss, Booyah. Sorry, bro. Yeah, it's just ineptitude, right? And I think now, uh, I still love him. I think he's adorable. I fucking it's love just, him. I think that that shtick is going to wear thin on people who don't feel the same. Uh, and they're going to be rooting against Buya, right? So if you are one of the people that is just, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not one of them, right? Like if you're one of those people that is just barely checked in to this league, you are going to lose not only fantasy games, but respect from fantasy league mates for whatever, however much that's worth to you, right? And I think this is going to be a, a shot to the heart for Booyah because that's really just a shitty move. It's just you don't care. And here we are. So Hill, and here he is in the ninth selection. What does Fantasy Pros have him doing? Fantasy Pro says Leonard Fournette. What do you think that he's actually going to do? Not that. No? So is he going... He's uh, going to draft Chris Carson. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm that, serious. Yeah. That would Tevin, be hysterical. Tevin, Tevin Coleman. <laughs> or that. Uh, but I think more logistically, he's going to go Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to see the name. Yeah. The name oh. is going to shock him. He probably <laughs> doesn't even know that he's not on Pittsburgh anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. going to say, Antonio Brown, him and Big Ben are going to fucking light it up. And then everyone's going to laugh and everyone has a good time. Yeah, so. And, then he'll, and then, he'll, then he'll get Andrew Luck later on. <laughs> yeah. Newsflash. So Jackie I Battle think, in the 12th. Uh, I think this won't happen. Um, but actually, oh, I can edit this. Should we edit this and say? No, um, no, no. Booyah doesn't go for net and Booyah does something stupid and see how it would have played out. Otherwise, I should have done this the whole way. Let's say he goes Antonio Brown here. (laughs) Honestly, I think you're giving your podcast too much credit there. I don't think you listens. Moving on. Moving on after that. So we switched it, though. So he did not take Fournette. We switched it to Antonio Brown. Next up, we start hitting keepers. Okay, so here we go. Connecticut Coheeds with the 10th pick. He's got two keepers here because he's a smart person. He decided to keep Saquon Barkley in the first round and Mike Williams in the eighth round. Um, Good value on both because he decided to get a pick at the end of the first round for Barkley. That's great. Um, Where do you think he goes on the turn coming back Um, with all of these running backs having gone? Let's just assume that's how it goes. Where does he go on the turn Mm. after the turn? Whatever. Who's he got in the in the eighth? Did you say Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Who the fuck? So is just that? so you know, there's a couple more keepers after this. Ezekiel Elliott comes off the board. Christian McCaffrey comes off the board, and it's back to him a few picks later. Um, mm-hmm. The system says that he ends up picking Odell Beckham in the second round, uh, which would probably be a steal. Yeah. Yep. I think he's going to split between running back and receiver here because he's going to get a top tier. Like, he's going to get an RB1, even if they're not top tier. Um, and he can come away with it objectively, like wide receiver one, if we go The next running, three, running I think that's, that's the case for the next three people, right? Yep. So 
Coheed's AOL for Life, 4th and 9 Inches, they respectively are keeping Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Christian McCaffrey all at the end of the first round. So on the comeback, you got to think they're going pass catcher, right? I think so. All right, so let's talk about AOL for Life for at least a second. All right, so he decided to keep Ezekiel Elliott, uh, which is funny because he's an R-Words fan too, right? So now we've got, you know, last year the Giants fan had Ezekiel Elliott. Is that right? Or no, they traded last year. I don't remember how it works. But these people aren't supposed to like Dallas Cowboys, and here they are investing capital in them. Uh, and he also has Mike Evans in the third round, which is a, which is great value as well. Where do you see him going? You think it's the same deal? He's coming back just trying to get a pass catcher after Elliott? No, he's taking a running back because he's going to see all of them off the board. And he's got Evans in the third, so he's not going to pick for a minute. He's going to take a running back. So that's how Fantasy Pros plays it out. So Fantasy Pros, just jumping ahead a little bit, and we'll wrap up this uh, the draft talk. Fourth and nine inches is keeping McCaffrey with the last pick in the first round. Uh, in his second round, first overall in the second, uh, goes Josh Jacobs, Oakland running back, according to Fantasy Pros. And then AOL for Life follows that up with Leonard Fournette, and that's how Coheeds gets to keep Odell Beckham. Um, I could see that happening, but I don't know if Beckham goes that far. I think proper your initial comment about this is there's too many running backs. I, the names are just too big to be in the second round. Right? Exactly. Even if we're wrong, the names are too big to be weighted. Like Odell goes higher than this. Michael Thomas goes higher than this. Yeah, I agree. I think we need to go faster because your internet sounds shoddy. <laughs> it does not. All right, get out of here, because we're just going to finish up about James Conner in the 12th round or whatever the fuck this is. All right, so bravo, Proper. Thank you for coming along, and we're glad you could spend some time with us, and uh, go watch your whatever football. (laughs) I'm glad he could make it. That was fun. That was fun. So, anyways, that's about it for our draft, right? So, we've basically, he made it through the draft. Proper made it the whole way. Uh, and I think we've got a better idea as to how it's going to play out. Proper disagrees with all of that. But uh, we are really thin on running backs. That's scary. So, I don't know what to think for my middle of the draft selection. But uh, how much more or less confident do you feel now having talked it out with someone else? I don't feel confident. And, honestly, I kind of hate the mock draft process because I, I – I always just try to go for the same players and I don't actually try to learn from the process and the process and the pro yeah. Like I'll literally sit there for 30 minutes on like teams that I like or players that I don't care about and not, not even remembering it's a fucking mock. Just do it. Right. And at the end you're like, I got an A. Yeah, I got an A. It's so good. Um, and the, the mocks never unfold the way we end up drafting. The keepers throw a whole wrench into it. Um, so I honestly don't even know how valuable it is, and it certainly wasn't valuable to talk about, but I enjoyed it. All right, a couple things before we get on to the Jackie Battle of the Week. Over-unders real quick. Let's, you've, you've set these, and I'm actually we're going to roll with this. All right, so if anybody wants to, uh, let's make an executive decision. Um, it, well, some of these are difficult to say what actually happened, but maybe we let people... Uh, wager balls on this. We've got some over-unders, okay? Over-unders for the draft. Yep. Number of beers that High Decibels drinks prior to the draft, over-under three and a half. What do you think All about right. that? You taking the over? Uh, I'm going to take the under. I think I think three and a half is an appropriate spot, and I know you like to like ham on him for drinking a right. lot. Um, but I feel like three beers is probably where he's going to start. Um, 
the second over under is is where things can go off the rails. But what do you think? Three and a half? You taking the over under? I am going to say it's it's going to be a push because there'll be a technicality involved, right? You have to think <laughs> about who else is here. Big TDs is here, right? And big TDs. She's a mimosa girl, right? And we're starting the draft early. I feel like I'm sensing a brunch aspect from this. So I don't yep. know if he's going to be drinking beers. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. But we could just say drinks because he's definitely going to have like a gallon of mimosas with, with big TDs. Yeah, Splash. yeah. If, if, it's, if it's that case, then I'm definitely taking the over. But if it's beers, I'm taking the under. It. Uh, I think okay, he's going to have I, three. I'm sensing a theme here. So the next one, over under, number of drinks Dubs will have by the end of the draft, 11 and a half. Over or under 11. That's a lot of drinks, but I have been to Epcot with this guy, and I believe he could do it. Exactly. You know he can do it. And so really, I set the 11 and a half as, is he going to drink a case of beer by the end of the draft or not? And I think, I don't know, man. It's tough. I, I, you like the 11 and a half? You think that's fair? Should it be a little lower? Giving him too much drinking Can't credit. Wait. I think he's got it. All right, all right. You take totally the over. It. Can't right. wait. I'll take the over. So too. last one, uh, and this is a you know t- dear to our heart. Uh, the round over or under on the round that AOL drafts Matt Ryan five and a half. All right, so uh, five point five. I am going. I'm going over. I think he takes him in the sixth. I, I know. I think I should have bumped this up one more. Uh, <laughs> I just, so those are some over-unders that you can think about getting into the draft and reminder the draft starts at one o'clock but we're going to do a little cocktail hour right at twelve thirty eastern standard time so if you want to get in there a little bit early we can mix it up maybe we'll throw some uh, over-unders you guys could throw some over-unders out there and we can wager some balls uh for next year's lottery all right yeah, so I, look, moving I, on. Look, I look forward to the cocktail party at two thirty a.m so yeah so uh it's been a minute since our last episode so let's get to the jackie battle of the week slash long period of time the jackie battle of the week gridiron warfare in sacks in the city two new people to the league and we are giving it to them all right so congratulations to them for joining this group that marches literally nowhere and not immediately quitting when things started getting weird right so we are a very odd group and we've brought in two new people. One is like a half newbie, right? Because Sacks in the City, married to Blitz, kind of knew what she was getting into. Although, you know, she installed Slack on her phone, uh, mm-hmm. I believe. And, and yep. I'm sure that that just fucks with new people immediately, right? <laughs> the first thing they do is just turn the notifications off. They have You've to. You've got to. I am personally going to be your worst nightmare if you don't <laughs> turn off notifications immediately. I embarrass myself, honestly. And now we also have Gridiron Warfare. I believe he went to full sale with a bunch of you fucking idiots. Uh, and I'm sure he's got student debt, too. So there you go. You guys could, uh, you, you guys could bond over your student loans. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Gridiron Warfare for literally being the first person to pay their dues. Like, I knew... I made a good decision when it came down to him and figuring out who the last person in the league was. I don't know who yeah. you are. I don't know what you're about, but I really appreciate you. You're probably my second favorite person in this league. Very awesome, man. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Uh, I believe he does video production in North Carolina somewhere. He lives close to high decibels. Okay. Um, so maybe we'll get some video editing out of him. Maybe he needs some more shit here. But uh, Real quick, what do you think of the name Saxon in the City? Uh, I'm a fan. I like it. I do like it, although I always like it, it when you're trying to do like a username and you have little words like in the, you don't know if you're supposed to capitalize them or, or leave them lowercase or you know, 
that's Lower just a personal OCD yeah. thing of mine. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's nice. It's nice. And now she, and, and unknowing to her, she, she thought, you know, here's this awesome name. It's clever. It's, you know, sex in the city's like this. It's a girly show and it's kind of funny. And I'm the new girl in town, but little did she know, we're just going to call her sax. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you did you think we were just going to be like oh look here comes Sarah Jessica Parker no it's sax your sax is here <laughs> so, oh that is that is good that is good but, and also Gridiron Warfare is a terrible name great, it is great really, person to pay money but terrible name it is it is maybe we should give farm people like one year to change it because it's just like talk to the hand like what are you doing with this like I thought I gave people like here are a few of the names in the main league you know and here's what we're kind of going for and here we come with Fornicators. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> do we have any uh, voicemails or did we do? We uh, so I solicited oh, for voicemails about five hours ago, it seems, and I actually got one, and it's from our anonymous robot friend. So here's two minutes of nonsense from our anonymous robot friend. Let's go. I'm fired up for the 2019 season. Here are some draft weekend predictions about how the season will go. Buddy Danger sucks at fantasy football, and he will continue to prove to us why. Connecticut Kogi takes a step forward this year and contends in the playoffs, but Saquon Barkley ends up a disappointing keeper. Bliss has one of his worst seasons in the same level fantasy football league, and both of his keepers, Mark Ingram and Marlon Mack, fall flat on their faces. <laughs> High Decibel takes a step forward and contends in the playoffs, and he gets good value for his Adam Thielen keeper. Proper football is relevant again due to having Patrick Mahomes on his roster, but is unable to win when it matters. Ten-foot midget has great value on Alvin Kamara, and will be able to be one of the top contenders this season. Too bad he'll be sleeping during all of the games. God damn it. Booyah will be relegated to the farm. AOL for life will dodge a bullet with his Ezekiel Elliott keeper, and he will make the playoffs. Smoking blunts will do well in the same level fantasy football league. Welcome to the jungle, motherfucker. Babes is hot. So is Devante Adams in the third. See you in the playoffs. Fourth and nine inches has the best keeper with James Conner in the twelfth, but there is no way he can win another title. Due to his arrogance, he will be lucky to make the playoffs. Terrible Towie will fail to make the playoffs. He deserves it after his shenanigans at the end of last season. I predict that Booyah goes to the farm, and that AOL for life will compete with Ten Foot Midget in the final. Good luck, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, so I think we can really narrow it down and say that's definitely AOL doing that. Um, I it, I'll put it this way. It's definitely not Coheed's and Terrible Towelie. I know that much. <laughs> and it ain't me. Uh, although it is really long-winded like I am, so... I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we definitely don't know who it is. Whoever you are, if you're if you're listening still for some ungodly reason, please keep doing that. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the show. <laughs> All right, let's waste no time. Uh, yeah, give us some more voicemails before I'll, I'll give the number out at the end of the show. But let's get into our shit list. Shit list. Or not? Is that not working now? No, no. It, it, I heard it. You good? 
Oh, I did not hear it. Yeah, great. This is definitely going to crash in a minute. So here we go. My shit list. I'll start. DFS. Right. Everyone loves daily. You love daily. No. You okay? Have you ever played it before? Yep. And lost money. So that's why you're out, right? Yeah, which makes no sense why I'm in this league because I lose every year. But um, yeah, <laughs> well, no, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> you win and then you lose, right? That's, that's the right. Bit. That's the bit. All right. So, um, um, what were we go. talking about? DFS. Sorry, DFS. the sound effects board is fucking with me. This fl- this hurricane. I swear to God, who names anything Dorian? Right? Like, well, you, well, you just lost the sound effects board. Okay, it's back. No, all right, that was it coming back. It's it's just such a mess right now. God. All damn right, it. D- DFS Twitter. What what is yeah, shitty so about it? So I feel it? like all right. So fantasy football is ramping up, right? So I'm I'm on Twitter more frequently. I'm looking at all this fantasy football stuff. I love fantasy football Twitter. But what happens as the season approaches is that DFS Twitter fucking takes over everything, right? And it's everyone has a lineup every single fucking day. And no matter whether or not you're just interested in the NFL, you're going to get alerts every day about the fucking Major League Baseball DFS lineup. you got to get this package right now so you can get the lineup that guarantees you winnings. It's just an overloaded amount of DFS, and it's all bullshit, right? Like, I feel like I'm watching cable TV in the middle of the night with a bunch of, like, paid access commercials where people are like, call now, win millions. It's total shit. Like, it's so such... So- so why are you following it then? It's just it's it's the way it's the algorithms. I'm not following it directly. It's just no. Like you're doing I, it all wrong. You're doing it all wrong, man. You got to just build a list of all like the insiders that you want and just look at that list all day. You well, know what I'm saying? Then I, it takes time. I, I you're I right. Know, time, I need to do time. that. I just like hitting the little magnifying glass on Twitter, and it's just like what's trending, what's popping based on what you normally look at, and it's just all fucking DFS. I'm over mm-hmm. it. Okay. All right. Fair. Um, so, a little controversial on my shit list. Uh, not controversial. If, not controversial? Not to me. Go ahead and hit them with it. Uh, okay, so you're, you're familiar with this, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, first off, uh, let me just say I enjoy the fantasy footballers. They put on a great show. It's very, very entertaining stuff. Um, and one of the things they do is shamelessly promote the fantasy UDK. Now, I'm only saying this from a place of love. If you're going to promote something as being this amazing thing, it should be amazing. And uh, I pulled the trigger on it this year, and I, I wish I had just you know, put the gun in my mouth and pulled the trigger <laughs> instead because Fantasy UDK is, is like trash. It's- so I, I, you should have called me, bro. You should have called me. Uh, I bought it last year, right? And while it was interesting from a web developer perspective, that's what I do for a living. And I, I liked the web interface. I thought it was cool. It was a little slow. Do you really? Hang on. I have to pause. The web interface is shit. It's like made on a WordPress site and it's embedded within the site. And like- I'm coming on, I'm coming on hard. And you know, when they listen to this, because they obviously will, <laughs> yeah, they're totally please, gonna listen to this. Please know that I love you guys, but I don't know. The UI, nah, nah. I no like the, I like it visually. It is slow though. Uh, and I don't think that it really, it costs, what did it cost you this year? Uh, I think it was, it was like two different options. I think it was $30 for like the base without the DFS stuff. Yeah. Um, which, and, and the stuff is just out of date, right? Like I, I was like, oh, let me go check out the rookie section. Like I, I love all the different sections they broke down, but the stuff is all out of date. They don't keep it up. And it just, it doesn't look good in my opinion. It just does not look polished. It doesn't look slick. Like go build it on Squarespace. It'll look way better. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I agree uh, to a certain extent. They need to, they need to drop the price really in all 
realist realism. Like they need to just get rid of that $30 sticker. And I'll tell you the one thing that annoyed me about it the most is, um, they, this year I decided to not purchase it and they decided to send me 5,000 emails all off season about why I need, why, why I'm missing out. And they're, they're the types that puts the emojis in the subject line. So it fucking, Mm. it always catches your eye and, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm over that. But anyway, so let's uh, let's move on. I'm, I'm buying time here because, again, the sound effects board is fucking up. So let's get into the love list. Let's love list. Let's get it. All right, let's get quick here. I'm going to be a little backwards with this, but I actually enjoy, I like the people that unnecessarily prepare for a hurricane a week in advance. And I know I've been complaining because I've had all this shit going on this morning with uh, the hurricane already. But there are people in my neighborhood that feel like the walking dead is about to begin, right? And you have got to go get ammunition and you have to fill your car with not just your gas tank, but your entire car has to be full of gas, the back seat, everything, uh, every, all you need to buy all the water, every single jug of water and, uh, fill your bathtub too while you're at it. Except for, except for the Voss water. I saw a picture of all the Voss, you know, the water in like the glass bottle. That's we don't like have time $7. for that. There's yeah, no. the money for that. Cause you also need to stop and pick up the, your fentanyl right on your way home. Right. Um, and you right. need to really stock up with that. Uh, duragesic patches, um, Adderall, meth, um, those sorts of things. You got to get them on lockdown. But anyways, I laugh because obviously you're listening to this on Monday. Um, the path of the hurricane has moved like Miami. People in Miami literally boarded up their homes and now they're just going to get some sprinkles. Right. So like I love it. I find it hysterical. I went the other I, my lighter died the other day. I'm sitting here trying to smoke weed. My lighter dies. I'm like, shit, I go to the store to buy a lighter, just a single lighter. And people looked at me like I was suicidal. Like, are you, (laughs) are you serious? You're not here to buy water where you're not getting any canned goods, just a lighter. And yeah, that's where we are with that. It's just, uh, it's mind blowing. I saw another picture, I think on Reddit of a guy filling up, um, it looked like paint cans full of gasoline and they were just (laughs) full in the back seat and, you know, uh, Florida, I guess. What can I say? Totally believe it. So what's on your love list? Um, Loveless is my mom. My mom, uh, my parents came out to visit me in Australia two weeks ago, and I took them on a, a road trip to the Great Ocean Road. It's a beautiful drive along the coast of Australia here, um, very similar to kind of the west coast of the States. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize that you, you're, you're not allowed to do 100 Ks in a 60 K zone. Um, that's illegal. And uh, I got pulled over. And it was really interesting. So the cop comes over. My parents are in the car. And he's like, do you, do you know why I pulled you over today? And I was like, no, sir, I don't. And he's like, well, I'll make it real quick. You're going to lose your license today. And I was like, what? And so they go back to the car and come back. And um, what you don't know at this point is that my mother is just visibly ill. Like you can hear her. <gasps> Like, you know, just getting super tense, super upset about the whole situation and basically starts breaking down and crying that her son had to submit to a breathalyzer and is going to lose her his license right in front of her. So they tell they come back to the car. They tell my mother to roll down the window. And now they're talking to her, not me, the driver, and basically say, Mom, it's going to be okay. He's not going to lose his license. You guys are just trying to have a good time. He looks at me and he's like, 
dude, you're an idiot. You need to not drive so fast. But we we <laughs> clocked it down, so you're only going to have to pay $330 ticket instead of losing your license. So then I turn to the back seat, and I'm like, yo, mom, you need to stop yip-yapping so I can pay attention to driving. The guy takes the ticket he just gave me out of my hand and said, talk to your mother like that again, and I'm going to take your license away. So oh. shout out to my mom for getting me out of a ticket in Australia and letting me keep my license. I fucking love you. Wow. That is a pretty Amazing. cool mom thing to do, um, but I don't think she did it on purpose. It sounds like she was just hyperventilating. She was very much so. Definitely, uh, yeah, uh, couldn't control herself, but worked yeah, out. Yeah, that my was benefit. an indirect assist. That wasn't Absolutely. really. <laughs> yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. But you know, shout out to mom. How much did, was she looking for? I mean, obviously she's your mom. She's looking forward to seeing you. But I got to imagine that, that has she been to Australia before? No, she hasn't left the country in 15 years. It was just otherworldly to her. The whole experience, they loved it, um, except the almost getting arrested part. Right. How long is that flight? Um, you got to connect, so it's going to be probably 24 hours all all in. Connect in L.A. or Auckland. God so, damn. So, yeah, it's it's a long fucking time. Long all right, time. man. So that's about it. This fucking uh, I'm gonna have problems with my internet all week. I know it. Um, but at least I'm not getting hit with a full-on hurricane. That would be shitty. Um, to those have, of you have, that don't. Have fun drafting, you shit. Yeah, um, not super looking forward to that, but straight up, if it's going to get bad, I'm driving north, and I'm just going to go to a hotel somewhere, take the kids, need to find a dog-friendly <laughs> hotel. Uh, but anyway, so that's it for the show, man. I know it's been a mess and proper left us early, but you know what? It is what it is. We're back again. We're going to try and do this on a regular basis, but I'm making no promises. That's why the, the show art says what it says. It's a maybe. It's a maybe thing. All right. Uh, and we're going to maybe have another show soon. I want you guys to have a fantastic draft. I want you to have a fantastic week one. Enjoy the NFL. Uh, when you inevitably see someone being stretched or carted off on a stretcher, uh, just, you know, change the channel, you know, I'm sure red zone will cut away from that game quickly. So you don't have to think about the realistic aspects of what we're actually cheering for here. All right. We don't want to think about that too often, but, uh, it's good to have you guys back. It's good to talk to you again. 10 foot. It's awesome. If you want to hit us up, all of you at same level on Twitter, we don't fuck with anything else. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, maybe don't do it in the stupid voice of a robot uh, anymore. It's kind of late. No, do it. No, do it. 407-984-7024. That's 407-984-7024. Leave us a message, man. Anything else before we get out of here, 10-foot? No, nah, man. It's been fun. Looking forward to a great season. It has been, man. All right. And uh, fuck everybody that anybody danger. Have a good season. Same level. League of Levels. Let's get it. Later. <laughs>
Hey, I just want to know why everyone is so mean to one another and why we can't just get along and, like, why we can't have participation trophies for those who don't win. Um, why do we even need a scoring system? Can't we just have everyone just be at the same score and everyone's a winner? Like, I don't understand it. Bye.